On the cloud, boys. Everyone say hi to the cloud. Hey, cloud? You know, cloud is a fairly successful beatboxer from Korea. You know, cloud is what led the Jewish people for 40 years in the desert. So really shout at clouds. But also, if you just like sort of track the movement of clouds, they are kind of random and wandering just based on the way the wind is moving. So it's not a surprise. I don't know why they're expecting a cloud to get them from Eretz Israim to Eretz Canaan, I guess is my overall point. Adin, what's your cloud factoid? Because we each had one. You know why it's so rainy in Seattle? Tell me. Clouds. Because all the tech clouds are there. All the tech clouds are here. No, the tech clouds are in Seattle. They're all in Virginia. No, they're all based there, but they have clouds all over the place. But like the people are there. The data centers are in Virginia. That's not where the... Yeah, the, the, the clouds. The data no, the clouds, the... clouds are all over the place. It's a global cloud. But the so it should be raining everywhere. What about Aerith Kanan? Welcome to the Confuffle Podcast, the only podcast that worries about the the, the Wi-Fi and cloud status in, in, are, in are an ancient land. Only, the only podcast that worries about the rain in Aerith Kanan? Because I have two words for you, Tani. Mashiv Haruach. I guess the two words should have been Marita Gashem, but we are where we are. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> It's it's a good week of uh, Shabbos Shabbosing. Uh, Every week the... is a good week of Shabbos Shabbosing. Yeah, but especially this week. Uh, if we had Jason... two good weeks of Shabbos Shabbosing, Tani, know where it would be? I do know where it would be. Eretz Kanan in a different name. <laughs> exactly. But I'm not done. I'm not done talking about this um, rain in Seattle. Are you serious? Adine. Yes. What's your take on Mount St. Helens? Mount Rainier. What's your take on Mount Rainier? Mount Rainier is nice. It's a looming threat. It doesn't worry you. In like 10,000 years? Literally the entire Earth we're living in is a looming threat, Joey. Not to be morbid. No, but there's an active volcano pretty much in Seattle. And I think people should be worried. It's very pretty. In all likelihood, there's an active shooter just waiting to become an active shooter, like within five miles of where all of us are living, just like based on the math of like white supremacy in this country, like they probably live within five miles of us. Like, which is more worrying to you, that guy or Mount St. Helen? I live in an underground bunker. I'm worried about the, the volcano. Yeah, you, you don't live, live in an underground much. bunker. I also live in an underground bunker, but not more for where long. you live later, more on where you live later. Oh, yeah, that's that's a tease. And we say Brahim Habaim, it's the podcast, Tani. Um, the only podcast with the one seed, the two seed, and the three seed. Shout out Ezra and his paltry four seed. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. LCQ, what's in my cup? Water. You got to stay hydrated, Dean. I'm going to say juices. Oh, Cheerios. That's right. It's oh. been Cheerios the whole time. If it was if it was a snack, I was I'd be more get impressed if it wasn't Cheerios. I'd be more <laughs> impressed if it was. Jesus could turn water to wine. I think could turn water to. I've Cheerios. been doing fake drinks for five minutes now, just to keep it looking like water. <laughs> well, I've only. I guess I've been here for five minutes. All right, we ready for the good Shabbos? Good Shabbos, Tony. Yeah, Jason and Jenna had a baby to be named later. Um, do you think that they did not name the baby at the hospital? Uh, all of us here believe that the, the name that you get at the hospital is meaningless. My name is Joseph Aronelis. That's my name at the hospital. My name at the hospital. 
I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if you're allowed. To, I, I don't know how these things work. I'm not a parent. I'll can we, can we, can we bleep me saying Joseph Aaron Alejandro? I don't need to dox myself. <laughs> you're getting too much into this recently. <laughs> it's not like we're talking about stairwells or anything. I don't get it. All right. Good job. Good job. To Jason, new father, the Briss. Um, and Jenna. What the hell? And I'm a slave to the agenda. You, you wrote the agenda. You could have put Jenna in there. Positive to Jason and Jenna on the birth of a, of a baby child to be named later. Do you have a guess, Adin? It's a J name. A J-A name? A J-A name, for sure. I'm fairly certain that... Uh, on Jamal, after a long time, Doc Tardif and Electric Mayhem roster member, Jamal Williams? Absolutely Jayden. not. Guys, Jaden. Guys, guys, they already discussed this at the Adler house. Uh, when we first learn of the pregnancy, they are specifically Don't not... when we first learned. Maybe right. when you first learned. Whatever it was, we discussed <laughs> this at the Adler House, and they explicitly said that um, that it will not the first child will not be a J name, maybe the second one, but they don't want it to be a thing. I was kind of hoping for like a, like a Carl Carton, like something like uh, that alliteration. Oh, well, I already I already made a guess. I'm just loading it. Um, they can name him like egg or something. Oh, if we're doing that, then then my then my guess is newspaper. Newspaper is a really good name. But what does that have to do with cartons? Like, I want a carton of eggs. It's just a funny random thing. Oh, very good, very good. I'll name him milk. (laughs) (laughs) Where did where did the whole thread about the names go? I can't find it. Um, are you guys going to the Zoom Briss, the Briss in person? Um, it's at 8.15 in the morning, and my boss is on vacation, so I definitely can make it in person. That is all okay. I have to say. If I don't go in person, it is because I did not feel like it. <laughs> Just want that on the record. I don't want anybody saying, oh, well, Joey couldn't make it. He lives like a mile away. Uh, maybe he couldn't get out of work. Um, if I don't go, which is possible is because I didn't feel like it. I mean, how can you be not going to an event where there is pretty much necessarily going to be bagel and schmear when we're, we're worried about the schmear. I don't need to be part of the problem. I know. Tony, oh, right. how farts are like 60% responsible for global warming or some honestly obscene of statistic, you know? My guess for the you should become a vegetarian really to not be part of the problem. And we have a cream cheese shortage. Which, you know, cream cheese is also probably related to the cow farting. And yeah. um, why be part of the problem? Why have cream cheese? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I, I, are, are we talking about the cream cheese shortage now? We're going to get to No, we'll we get to it. We'll get to it. We've, we've, okay, cool. we've been teasing where Dean lives. We've been teasing the... My guess, my guess for uh, the, the baby Cardin's name was Giddy after Gid Hanasha, a.k.a. Saquon's best muscle. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> I thought that was really good. I mean, Jason and Achilles go together. Yeah, that's fair. That's also good. I, I can't imagine they would name their child something Greek like that. Jason. Jason's a Greek ass name. Jason's a Greek ass name. Yeah, man. And the it's, Argonauts. Yeah, he's a- yeah. Jason, the Argonauts. Jason, the Hellenized uh, Cohen Guttel. Jason Carden, Greek of the league. How do you figure? Because <laughs> he's named Jason. That makes him All Greek right. of the league. What's 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 the Adin? What's the Adin news here? Adina, you got to tell him where you were today? LCQ, where was Adina today? Uh, 
trying to buy a house in northern New Jersey? Adin. I, uh, I did wake up in New Jersey today, but I was in Hoboken today. Ah. Yeah, I was in, at my new apartment. You're living oh, in nice. Hoboken? In Hoboken, New Jersey, yeah. You slept I, uh, in your new apartment? I thought you were shopping for new apartments this morning. No, I wasn't shopping for new apartments. I was signing for my new apartment. I was giving them money. Oh. Good for you. When does, when does this First lease throw end? money. End of 2020? This lease, yeah, this lease ends uh, 2021. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, the Adlers are really moving into um, my brother's old home. My brother lives in Hoboken. Um, yeah. He lived in Brooklyn. He Remember. lived in Stanford, Connecticut. So the Adlers really... Like really just, just chasing him around. Adine, can can I get on the record that you will invite me to your housewarming party? Yes. Great. Are you living you living alone? That's the world wants to know. I am living alone, yeah. I am Ta- living alone. Tachlis, you know, I, I want well, I, mean, I don't want to dox anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> tell us about this new place. I mean, it's in Hoboken. Like, how much more do you need to know about it? Do you have an island in the kitchen? Are there dangling uh, lights? It is in the kitchen. No island in the kitchen. It has nice countertops. Ooh, I like that granite. Yeah, granite. Real nice countertops. Yeah, good. Good AC. Um, it doesn't have this uh, weird ass pipe on the ceiling. No, it does not have this weird ass pipe. But as as bad as this place is, this place has the best bathroom I've ever had. What? The shower. Tells you the temperature of the water. Whoa. Is that something you need to know? Yeah, I'm at 104. <laughs> the temperature. Now you know. <laughs> that is good to know. Now I kind of want to know what I am. I, I'm a 98.6. I, I need to be the same inside <laughs> and out. <laughs> I, if I had to guess, I'd say 106 for me. Yaakov wasn't 100, so. What? a little bit on the cold side. Yeah. Yaakov, Yaakov is another man who wants to be the same inside <laughs> and out. And Yaakov, we know Yaakov gets a bit heated on the inside. He's always running a low fever. I bet I bet Gavi's like a like a casual seventy eight. <laughs> Gavi takes ice cold showers, and we all know it. Gavi is. A- do you know? Do you know what the air conditioning was set to in the winter when I first visited him and Sarah as a married couple? 64, 64 in the winter. That's also his scoring average this season. <laughs> unacceptable. Wow. That is pretty unacceptable. At least like a sixty eight. So no. cold. I was frigid. <laughs> They lived in a basement bunker then. Oh, it was a disaster. Gavi's Gavi's temperature, it's Fahrenheit, your your thermometer? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so an even 32. Even 32. (laughs) Yeah. I listened to cold as my corner today. Right right as the water comes out of the shower frozen. (laughs) He just like takes the icicles and rubs them on himself. I listened to Cold as Ice by Foreigner today while I was working. This, this is all. This all checks out. Shout out to Joke Box Hero. True. Uh, Gabe news. Are we sharing that publicly? Oh. I mean, Adlers Ad- 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 are moving. Adlers Ad- Ad- are moving. Adlers are moving. Bishatova. You know what they and... say? ABM. Adlers be moving. True that. True that. <laughs> True that. Is there True no that. word for for moving that starts with the C? Adlers be uh. Conquering you, land? That's yeah. oh, ABCL. Conquering dames. Now, old news. <laughs> old news. Let's move on to Adam. Not that I know who this is. Uh, Adam Kellner, uh, he bought a place. So oh, I just shared that. Wow. Uh, That's awesome. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. I had, a, 
I had a nice conversation with him on when I dropped him off at his apartment um, after, after my birthday, birthday party. party. Yeah, birthday about party. it's the league's birthday party. Come on. Uh, well, I, I spoke to him about where he wanted to live. Where did he buy? That's great. Near where he lives now. I haven't That's been awesome. there. Hope we go he, there uh, this week. He said he wanted to be a city boy for forever. Forever. Yeah, he said he has no interest in like leaving city life. Uh, I had a long conversation today about moving to Ames, Iowa. I'm down. I'm ready. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have a, a classmate who worked for the Des Moines Register. She said it sucked. Uh, the Des Moines too cosmopolitan for me. Ames. <laughs> there's a there's a famous podcast critic who like left Brooklyn for somewhere in Idaho. I disagree um, with the premise of famous podcast critic. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to tell you. He's a pretty big deal. Um, Ezra Schwartz had a draft. Oh, I, I asked Ezra what he thinks we should talk about. Um, he wanted to know that he wanted everyone to know he clinched the playoffs in his league. And they're talking about their league um, commissioned by noted by the pod, David Kravitz. Uh, they're talking about doing a Shavuos Noted retreat. fascist. Noted fascist. Your words. Um, they're talking 100% about, my words. They're talking about doing a retreat over Shavuos that includes a draft. A draft of what? Fantasy football for the next year. For next year. Wow. That's honestly, I mean, like, not, to, early, not, to, but not to spoil so anything. So early. Not to spoil anything for the article I wrote, but, you know, the, the guy I'm profiling, Frank Stamfel, he uh, not only... Did he like? Is he a two sport analyst? Baseball, football, which like has overlap. He did the, the draft. Sanders of analysts. Yeah, he did the draft. Well, the op- that- he's more of a Bo Jackson. He's like a primary baseball. Mm-hmm. He uh, he did the the draft for um, the industry league, the expert league that he's like destroying in in June. So uh, I don't know exactly when Chavuz is this year, but I mean that's that's timely. It's honestly good muscle. LCQ when Chavuz draft here. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say late May. I'm going to guess May 28th. Adin? May 26th. Fool. Adin should have gone the over. June 4th through 6th. It's an early year. Late year. Late. June's after May. But like Hanukkah was earlier this year. Ergo Hawk Procto Summit. Is it is it a is it a double is it a double perm next month? If if Hanukkah is on Thanksgiving, you gotta imagine because otherwise you have Hanukkah in early November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, it is a fine, double. Fine, fine. It's a it double this double. year. That that answers the question. Okay, okay, good for them. Honestly, a kumfuffle retreat would be lovely. I I fully support uh, league events. I think that's great. I love that. Um, yeah. That, that's Maybe one of them gets engaged. Shots over. That why, How are those correlated? A bachelor party draft retreat. I actually have picked. How? I've already okay. I've already picked out two activities from a bachelor party. What two activities have I picked out? Um, leaving Hoboken. Definitely leaving Hoboken. Okay. Okay. I mean, broomball, what, broomball, broomball, what, broomball, what? broomball. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> what do you do as the bachelor party for the man that has already slept with every stripper on the planet? Broomball. Broomball. Solid. Solid. Barbecue. Archery dodgeball. <laughs> What's archery dodgeball? It's like dodgeball, but you have like foam tip bow and arrows. And you shoot people. But you run around with a bow and arrow? Yeah. How good are you with a bow and arrow? Not that good. Small? It doesn't matter. It's archery dodgeball. You, you, you do it. 
Where is archery bar dodgeball? All over. It's league, all over the country. How many people in the league are going to be invited to this? Because it I sounds know, like I haven't a good done time. the math yet. How how much are we planning already? Not that much, <laughs> but you know, like, like you a find lot. To, no, no, I wanted to do that. Two, two events the, is a what full team year trip already. You, what occasion do you get to do archery dodgeball? It's not that often. Sunday. You can't be it's, like, it's around the country. Well, Sunday is um, thirty six weeks a year. Thirty weeks. Um, thirty weeks a year. Oh, that's interesting. Who went to the dentist? I went to the dentist yesterday. Oh, nice. Good and, to be healthy. And um, they cleaned my teeth. And guys, it's 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 nice. <laughs> teeth are real smooth today. This is this is this is you put this in the agenda. <laughs> you put this in the this is not no. I, I am adopting the Newman here. This is not good Shabbos, good Shabbos content. This 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 is absurd. You talk like someone with a lot of tartar buildup in his teeth. That's uh, if you if you know. <laughs> if you know. <laughs> Do I want to bleep all of this out? But that tartar comment is so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. How many of your friends are in the Tyson zone? And for those who don't know what that is, that's like, if, if I told We're you something crazy it, about that. In the spirit of the rule book, we are renaming it the Tyson zone after Tyson Williams, who mysteriously disappeared off the Ravens step chart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it could be the Tyson zone after the, um, the best loop station artist from Vietnam. Um, if you if this person does something absolutely crazy, you'd believe it because like they're just beyond the point of you not believing anything about them. How many of your friends are in there, Dean? In I the have Tyson one. Zone? Who's that? His name is Vincent. What did he do uh, to What did he do okay. to get that? He was born in France, but he lived in. Oh, China. and he cut he off his ear and he paints. Okay, we know yeah, your friend Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he also potentially hiked Mount Everest at one point over spring break. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Nah, he, I mean, like, he's got a story. He, you know, he basically just tells things. Okay. What about you, Joey? How many friends do I have nowadays? You know, we discussed one this morning. Is he in the Tyson zone for you? Who could fill up a 40? Too old these days. Too damn old. Um, He's in like a very narrow Tyson zone for sure. We're talking about, we, we could say, we could dox them, Joseph Daniel Rubenstein. I was just going to say box of the pod, but sure. <laughs> I, in, within a very narrow range, he could do any number of things, but listen, he can't outsmart a dolphin. <laughs> His own words. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like, I definitely have a couple friends. I don't know. One of my classmates in grad school ate brain for a story and like very much. Is that looks Tyson's up- own? I don't no, know. No, it's not. No. Like, I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. I'd have to think on it. Even Tyson's though it's my own zone question. is, you know, owning a tiger. That's Tyson's zone. Waking up with a tattooed face. I'm like, who do you really know that does that kind of stuff? My friend Vincent is running a two dates game on two actual jobs. What? Like, what are- like he has two jobs that are full-time jobs that he has at the same time. And he's had Zoom meetings with both of them at the same time. How? Wait, how? Like, he would <laughs> he would go like this and he would cough. So mute one of them to speak into the other one. I don't believe this. You've seen this? No, I haven't seen it. Why would you this busy with two jobs? Is this illegal? Obviously, this is illegal. I, it doesn't sound legal to me. It didn't tell either of them about the other one. It's just, and also, just like, like the filing on your income tax, like, I, I don't believe it's possible. I ask for, ask for evidence. Ask for, ask for pay stubs. I, I have it. paid. Th- that is the least of my concerns. I know, th- I know he has both of them. 
I don't know about the Zoom meetings at the same time. Wow, that's crazy. Um, we want evidence. Wow, that's that's wild. Honestly, this is we want nowhere. games. We want games. You put the games at the end, man. Oh my goodness! Can we talk about the cream cheese situation? Yeah. Can we, ta- can we talk cream cheese? There's I, a cream cheese shortage here in the Jewish of all Jewish cities in 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 this country, New York City, and people are buying Boca Raton shambles. People, people are about no Boca Raton is New York South, if anything. Okay, fuck out of here, Boca Raton. There is a cream cheese shortage in New York City, and I, I wonder, is this because is they're this, so cavalier this, about it? Is this a concentrated effort of anti-Semitism? That's why I want to know. I want to know who did this, why, and are they anti-Semitic? Do we know anything about the source of the of the shortage? Yeah, there's a global supply chain issue. You should talk to Lieb. That's an Why isn't Leap on the pod? Leap's been on the pod twice. There's an open cast twice. There's there's an open casting call. He didn't sign up. He read it. It was too late. Yeah. We don't know if he read it. Frankly, Frank Stamfley. It's just it's 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 upsetting. I didn't even know this was a thing because like I buy bagels and then put on uh, cream cheese that I get at the at the grocery store. You know, so inflation. So much so that my roommate bought me for Hanukkah a toaster, which was just super generous. Tani, you don't do well with dairy. I do great with dairy. I just have to be regular. I had a crazy one log poop today. I'll tell you that much. Crazy one log poop. It was. You didn't tell Zero. I honestly, I thought to do it and then got lost in work it was definitely something i wanted to do i was really excited i didn't even know what uh, how i was suffice it to say there is anti-semitism going on and people aren't talking about it and it is the cream cheese shortage and this is one act of anti-semitism that i want to yell about from the rooftops like how how like you know somebody sneezes at the wrong in the wrong direction near a shul and like all the jews on my social media like uh, yell at this anti-semitism but now when there's a fucking cream cheese shortage silence Silence. Silence from APAC. Silence from the ZOA. But listen, when Essa Bagel, when Essa Bagel says you? when Essa Bagel says we'd rather have no cream cheese left and give someone less than the product than they've ordered, I mean it's their own fault. It is their own fault. I mean, obviously if there was no shortage, they could get every, give everyone all of the product they ordered. But these trying times, you got a ration. I'm with you. And yeah, there's going to be a cream cheese shortage if, if you don't well, ration in the lean times. You know, Yosef Hasadik said to stockpile your grain for seven years in the in in the lush years, and then you have enough grain for the lean years. So you know who's smart? Tiny Levitt. Two things of cream cheese in the fridge. When'd you get them though? You got them stockpiled last you week. Got them in the lean years. You got up the exact. You invested no, a billion, no, no. In, in the, the bubble. The 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 cream cheese shortage was announced on the weekend. I am last uh, week. Oh, okay. I am okay. living the words of Yosef Atzadik. How long does cream cheese last for in the fridge? With, I'm like, leaving. I don't have you, anything in Before you open the seal? Yeah, before you open the seal. Some time. A good time. It's What's going to happen? It's gonna I mean, I fly through cream cheese. Like I fly. Th- the two things I go through most, or the three things I should say, I go through most fridge-wise are seltzer, cream cheese, and English muffins. Because I use English muffins for English muffins with cream cheese for breakfast, and then I use them as the base for sandwiches. Oh. What does that have to do with the seltzer? 
it's just sitting here and I'm noticing that I have the last five seltzers of like we ordered them 72 at a time and we've got the last five cans here. That's 67 spelt seltzers gone. People keep track at home. Or Hashem, we're drinking, staying hydrated. Um, let me, let me give you an LCQ here. Yeah. Yes. All right. Slack LCQ. So you know how you can go to the analytics page and get some info on Slack. Yeah. What? On Slack. No, yeah. I did how not. many total messages have we posted in Slack? You could oh. see above 10,000. Yeah, they know exactly how many we have. Um, 30, uh, they 000. just only show you 10,000. Oh, 30, no. We've, we've no, made no, three, no. Way more. Way, three loops way, around the sun. Way, way more. I'd say 115,000. What? Get out of here. 106,932. Wow. Fuck out of here, Joey. Yeah. 10 loops how around many, the sun. Yeah. I might have lost... I might have lost prices right, but we all know that I was way closer. <laughs> what percentage of messages are sent in public channels and what percent are sent in DMs? Oh, I was wondering that, that too. I didn't good, know you could see that. that you can see that good, exact number. Mm, I'm going to go. Can, can we, can we, can we, can we get analytics on how many of them are sent in public forums by Yaakov that don't get a response though? No, until we have the, uh, until we have the paid, we can't get by person. Damn. Yeah, it sucks. Th- that's the data I want to know. Um, I'd say I'd say 60 40 public to private. I was gonna that say 50, close? 50. I was gonna wow. say 50 50. Oh, but if it's less close, a dean gave not, me evidence. No, I didn't give you evidence. I was just gave, curious that that was. I'll, I'll say 75 25 because of your reaction. I was gonna go 50 50. 68 public to private. Tony, you're on one. I have a paragraph in the profile. That said, Frank Stample is on a fantasy heater. And let me tell you something. I'm on an LCQ heater right now. And I'm Which not afraid honestly, to say it. Honestly, the best kind of heater. And if you had any generosity, you'd give that heater to Gabe because he's in desperate need. Hey, he's, he's got muzzle in his he's got muzzle in his life. Honestly, he he I'm pretty sure he lied to me today. I'm, I'm fairly certain he lied wow. to me today. I'm fairly certain, and I don't. I don't even begrudge him that, but I'm. I'm fairly certain that I don't feel any any need to give my heater to Gabe. If Gabe, if Gabe wants to get some of this heater, he can trade me Devonte Adams, and I'm. I'm. I'm open to that. I'm very open to that. Just like Devonte Adams is open to to passes. But speaking of generosity, let's get to the ad. PFT. Nine of you made Confuffle your most listened to podcast of the year on Spotify. And from all of us here at the Confuffle Podcast Network, we wanted to say thank you for listening. Confuffle relies on your support, so please consider donating before we put up a paywall. Pledge today and receive the Doc Tardy of an Electric Mayhem Unplugged album and a subscription to the Mishpacha magazine. This month's feature story is on what yelling at R.E.M. Melman on the basketball court taught Joseph Tuckman about being a dad. And then I still got to write the ending. <laughs> that's good that's good i like it i like yeah, it it's topical ad. it's timely it's uh it, it taps into things that have happened in the past great year at that really really quality really quality who are the nine who are the nine i don't know i did i, I sent an lcq it was mostly a fact-finding lcq because i wanted to know <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the same reason yako posted the lcq about what the Carden baby's name is going to be <laughs> um, oh man i, I, I have no idea uh, are you one of the nine? I am one of the nine. Yeah. I'm okay. So, nine. are you? I told you that. Oh, so we know five of the nine then. Baruch Hashem. That's that's uh, plurality. All right. The other four of the nine just pledge. What if what if one of well, them was like you know they're if, listening right now? What yeah, if that's one what I'm of them was like Shy Brown? 
What if it's all the Browns? That would be great tent. That would be great tent. Could you imagine if the whole Brown family listened, but each on their own account, like they each took their own. Anyway, that'd be fine. Um, I didn't, I didn't make this agenda. Who's leading? Um, Adina, is this your item? Stars and scrubs? Yeah, this one's mine. Take it, baby. All right. Start of the year at, at draft time. We had this big discussion between stars and scrubs mm-hmm. and uh, B plus lineups, the Ezra strat. I got to say, I'm really in on the B plus lineups. Past it's couple of weeks, I've had when, consistent 10 plus points from all my guys. It's easy Defense to say when kicker. Derek Henry and Kishan McCaffrey get hurt, though. It's super easy to say that. Even without Derek Henry, I have 230 points more than the next guy, Adin. How Tani, do you figure? Tani, you did not score 80 points last week. I'm sorry. I have 217 more points than the next guy. Tani, you did not score 80 points last week. I'm sorry, Tani. What, what, your worst what place are what place are you in right now, Confuffle? I didn't I didn't catch that. Tani, if we were in every season, every season before this ended after week thirteen. If this season were like every other season, would you have a bye week? No. But who would have the most points in the league? Which of those who things cares? is actually controllable? Who cares? Who cares? Bye weeks is controllable by winning. I controlled it. I controlled <laughs> it mostly. A dean tanked four weeks. <laughs> I think last week, just to just to make sure that I, I enter week 14 with the same record I did when uh, when I won the league the first time, the first time I started the season 0-3. These are Joey's stats, not mine. Um, wait, but I want to see, is this your worst week yet? No, I don't think so. I had a really bad one earlier this year. Worse than 80? I think I had a 71 week. Tony, you can't be doing that. I, I gave two weeks away. And I still have that many more points than the rest of y'all. I think um, it's two weeks away. Oh, dang. Week week two of the Yahoo era, you scored 64. Oh, you scored 63. Oh, Tani. Never. Joey, I have the most points in league history. I have the most wins in league history. I have the most championships in league history. Okay, but yeah, I have, I have the 60 best point season. I, I have the best season in league history, one that will never be bested. I have... Still the best team this year. I am not at all concerned with your 63, 64, 76, 78, 79. Joey, can I address you to uh, agenda item 5B, line three, where wherein you bring stats to just point out many other ways in which I'm better than you and better than the rest of the league. They're everywhere. I didn't even have to toggle my tab. I didn't have to scroll within the agenda. That's just, just staring me in the face. It's everywhere. You want to talk about Confuffle? No matter what we're talking about, we will we're find talking about standings. We're talking about we last week. We will find week. a way to remember that I am the best fantasy football player in this league. I am the best Confuffler in this league. Fuck out of here. You can find ways to pretend that you're better than me. And I'm just going to laugh like I am now. Why Why are you pushing me? You trying to remember that you were in first place when you don't make the championship this year? Fuck out of here. God. I'm in second place, baby. <laughs> Honestly, that was more uh, grading than the ass cast. I'll stand by that. More in first place later. Let's hear about it. Let's... So, so you like the Ezra Strat, Adin? That is bold. I like the Ezra Strat. I traded for DK Metcalf because I thought he would be my uh, my go long, and then for Russell Wilson. I just love that you're like pushing a Strat of somebody that's below you in the standings. 
Like Jesse's smart. I did it better. I'm always ahead of him in the standings, and he took my strat. But you are better than Ezra, and that's a better than Ezra. Nice. I just good bad. It's good. Best yeah. better than Ezra song. Yeah, I know. Okay, good. Well, I'm helping everybody else. We we we. Wow, I'm heated. I'm really hungry. <laughs> hungry. I have a stew. I'm gonna eat that stew later. Adin. Yeah, you've been stewing for the past hour. <laughs> nice. Who are the other stars and scrubs guys? Who's, oh, Yakov. Yakov very much didn't work for him, but McCaffrey got hurt. Oh man, AJ Brown got hurt. You know, Can I ask a hot take: Is Jason a stars and scrubs guy, and he's just bad at identifying stars? No, because Jason doesn't ever a bit big. What about Saquon all those years? That one time. He bit 50 on Saquon this year. 50 on Saquon this year? year? Yeah. That's not that bad. No. I really thought he was going to do more. Would you rather keep Saquon for 50... So 82. Would you rather keep Saquon for 82 or Stefan Diggs for 28? I feel like Stefan Diggs is better keeper. Just saying. Who's who, who, who's I don't understand anything that you just said. I, I would like to trade Stefan Diggs to Jason for his actual good players. Stefan Diggs is better than Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he is, but I would take two players for Stefan Diggs because I don't know if you heard my team is ravaged by injuries. Also, uh, don't don't mention that to Jason. He will have a hissy fit. There you you want to if Jason wants to talk to me, I, I assure you I have more draft dollars injured than him. He'll have a hissy fit. Well, we'll find out. He's, he listens. God bless Jason. If if he he listens, he participates. Jason is the most committed person I have ever met. He was texting me. I was texting him about trades today, and he was like, "Heads up, like I, I have a newborn baby. Like I don't know if I can handle this." He took the time to to make it very clear that he still holds intense passion that he doesn't come in tenth place in the playoffs. Yeah, coming that. in 10th place in a given week is embarrassing, as you might know, Tani. Coming in 10th place for a season is embarrassing, as you might know, Tani. It's We talked about this. It's, it's the playoffs. It is the playoffs. That's what Jason cares about. It's not what he told me. He told me he's got a ninth place play-in game this week. Well, he does. <laughs> he does. But he is especially worried about the playoffs. I was talking to him today. I don't know. I, I applaud that from Jason, really. But the point is... He's worried about the playoffs. He is more worried about finishing 10th in the playoffs than he is in the regular season, I think. Oh, yeah, because he has to... I mean, he already has the poster, so it doesn't really change his life, but... You guys get it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so who, who, who has defined strats these days? I'd say I do. I had a, an optimizer. Didn't necessarily... I mean, I'm the two seats. So what is... What, what, like, could you describe your strat other than math? Yeah. I wanted running backs in a certain price range. I wanted wide receivers in a certain. I wanted to spend big on running back. I wanted to spend on the margins, quarterback, kicker, defense. Okay. I wanted to. I wanted to avoid wide receivers. I think receivers are something you just kind of find. Gavi, Tani, and Yaakov, stars and scrubs boys. Ezra Adin, finishing in second place. Ezra yeah. Adin. Adin, you are failing in your strategy though. Mid strat. <laughs> No, it's all about the playoffs. 
It's all about the playoffs. <laughs> you should really about the playoffs. I do. I do only promise to lose in the finals. Yeah, but well, that is. You know the best second. part of that? If I make it to the finals, I win either way. <laughs> <laughs> that's really hedging your bets. That's that's quality. It's quality. Um, it's true. You have a twenty percent chance of winning the league, and the rest of us have ten. <laughs> that's a that's a take that's certainly a take um my strategy is i focus more on uh i wanted a i wanted a good quarterback and i wanted a good tight end you have a good tight end anyone could tell you that i know um all right Do we have to jokes, never not funny <laughs> do you see daniels yeah Never okay. not funny. Well, Daniel's never not funny. Shout out to Daniel. Also true. So you pair two good things, you get greatness. It's like, this got to be a commercial. Like Bud Light with lime. Wow. <laughs> you know me at most. Old school shots. Old school <laughs> shots of me. All right. Uh, we talk about complainers, Dean. Your agenda item. Yeah, I'm so over the kicker in DST complainers. I think before we get to kicker and D- DST complainers, I think we should talk about complainers about Alma. And I don't want to offend um, Harav Mark, but is it possible that we have the the highest complaining rate in Kofofo history this year? It really feels there's a lot of negative energy going around coming from people who then do the exact same thing that they're complaining other people do about. And like... I don't get it. I mean, whatever. Maybe, maybe it's because I have a great team. Uh, I'm not complaining, but like, I've yeah. I mean, to docs, I've definitely maybe. lost two docs. The people that will complain. Well, we could go member by member who will complain when they're doing it poorly, right? And so, Jesse, he won't know, bro. So he won't complain. Daniel, Daniel, whether he's good or bad, will still just do his 7 p.m. heater. So that, that's he just really steady. does clock in for that every week. <laughs> so that's steady Eddie, whether he's good or bad. Okay. <laughs> Leave. No, and Leave's bad. He'll trade you Kenny Galladay for peanuts, but he won't do so much complaining. He'll be he'll be working on improving himself. You know, Leap always, you know, what's it? It's uh don't cry, work harder. Um me. I don't know. I've made the playoffs every year, so I I, I just don't know. You and also like don't complain. I try not to because I know it's annoying. Yeah. You last year was tough for you, but you know you were resilient about it. I felt like I took it in the stride. Adin. Adin Adin's been bad. Adin's gone like two and ten. Didn't complain. <laughs> That's right. Don't forget. <laughs> if it. anything, if anything, Adin was a little too satisfied being on ten. And who does that leave us with? That leads us with Gavi. Yaakov, Jason, Ezra. I did not realize you were going to go so hard on this, but I'm here for it. I'm I'm here for it. Go for it, man. Go for it, man. And last year, Jason, Yaakov, and Ezra were good. Gavi also. All four of those teams made the playoffs, I think. Certainly Gavi, Yaakov, and Ezra. Uh, um, yeah. Not Gavi, Jason, no, Jason, Jason, Jason Yaakov, Ezra. Year. Yeah, certainly Jason, Yaakov, and Ezra. So there was less complaining last year because they were good. When they're bad, they will complain. And that's really what it comes down to. The amount of complaining in the league very much hinges on the quality of those four teams. Wow. Wow. We are going to get more feedback on this than we did for the Mishpacha episode, I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Adin, tell me I'm wrong. It's a visual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, can I, can I also make a hot take? The, there is a direct relationship correlation between complainers and those who use the uh, the violin emoji, with the exception of Mark. And Mark's in on a violin emoji for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he is in on that violin emoji. To this day, I don't understand the usage. Like, the most reasonable things get violin emojied, and I don't get it. <laughs> the league, the league has it out for us. And you mentioned this to me before. It's, it's and it's not fair, but it is what it is. You know. It's like Eretisrael. It's like Eretisrael. You know, we're just surviving for seventy years. You know, if we're surrounded by our enemies, even if maybe we did some antagonizing to our enemies in the past, it's still sometimes disproportionate. Um, what's more hurtful, a violin emoji or an OK emoji? That's a great question, Akira. That's worth time. Um, <laughs> I think the violin. I think it's violin also. Because I, I get I, I get okayed when I get violent, so I guess that's just my own personal trauma. I get both at obscenely high rates. <laughs> both, so much, so much. Do I earn it? One hundred percent. Not one hundred percent. Eighty-five percent. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I see. Well, I mean, those are things that you give to people who you have nothing better to say to. You know, yeah. like t- guys whose teams do well, whose fantasy teams do well, who have great hair, you know, like these <laughs> whose NFL teams do well, despite throwing three passes, throwing two passes on that late drive was so lame. So lame. If the only if the only pass attempt was like a diving catch, it would have just it would have been so much better for the for, for the Frank article. He sent me a screenshot of his matchup in his home league uh, on late Sunday night to show me how well he, he was doing. And I almost sent him like a text today say like, Hey, just want to confirm that after Monday night, uh, you still won, but he was up five fifty, and his opponent had three pats. I assure you he did fine. <laughs> well, did he have Damian Harris? Yeah. He had Damian Harris and Kendrick Bourne who literally had zero targets. <laughs> That's damning. Uh, Couldn't yeah, even was... get a 33% target share. <laughs> <laughs> it was Janu once and uh, Jacoby twice. No, that was it. Jacoby had the, oh, John, you had the diving catch. Yeah. I, well, maybe I, it was John who twice. I, I, it doesn't matter. I only doesn't watched, I only watched the first and fourth quarters of that game. And it's crazy that I literally didn't miss anything. Oh, that game was so fun. I really meant what I said when I, like, when I put in the slack of this, it is was the most fun. fun it, I've had. It, 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 it was fun, but like, there were, there were no highlights in the, in the middle half of the game. It was okay. only the first and fourth quarter. Like, it's just crazy. I didn't miss a single thing. First off, I've seen a lot watching the Patriots over the years. This is entirely new, which was so fun. Hell and second off, like rooting, rooting for the Pats. Um, like, yeah, I'm going to get okay and violent right now. But rooting for the Pats gets monotonous. And it's cool to win in a different way. It's cool to feel like it's we're not supposed to win and we're winning. And uh, yeah, like this is a, this is a, this it, is a fun it, it is cool. Like the 2019 Ravens, like when you just are on a hot one. It is a lot of fun when you're not supposed to be. Yeah. People think like you're fringe playoffs and then you a just heater even. go on a heater like you're a Frank Stanford or Tony with LCQs. No, it, it it is fun when you're just playing with house money like that. Like as opposed to like this Raven season where like they're like, it's just so frustrating. Like when you're playing with house money, it's definitely the most fun. I saw this yeah. thing, um, was, like the Sports <laughs> Illustrated power rankings for the NFL and like the theme was what each team's most thankful for. And 
the guy who wrote it is from Cleveland, but he's like a journalist. So he's no longer a Browns fan. He's like an NFL fan now. So he claims. And he said like the Jets, like they're most thankful that it's so fun to be a Jets fan because you're just, or maybe the Lions. Yeah, Lions. It's so fun to be a Lions fan. So you just play with house money. All you, could do, you, you just get to judge the 31 other franchises completely because you have nothing to lose. Like, yeah, I'm a Lions fan. What are you going to say? They don't already know. You know, like if you root for real teams, it's, it's frustrating when Lamar Jackson throws a back-footed interception in the first quarter when they could just like take control of the game from the get-go. Like that's frustrating. But when you're a Lions fan and you just get a win, life is a, a joy. It, it makes Tani's Frank Stample piece if, you, if you're a Lions fan like that. Yeah. Or if you're just not like, and like the opposite, nobody hates a Lions fan for being a Lions fan. Nobody. Not, right. not even a Bears or Packers or a Vikings fan. Yeah, it's, how I feel, it's how I feel as an Orioles fan. Like I can just make the Yankees and Red Sox all I want. Cause like, what are you going to say that I don't already know? What are you going to say? I don't know. I told, I, I personally told Frank Stanfield, a person who has never seen the Orioles in their home stadium, that Camden Yards is beautiful. I love it. It's definitely one of the best stadiums I've ever been to. It's distinctly the best uh, stadium in the AL East, without question. Yeah. What on the trap? 100%. <laughs> the only, the only like thing that you could possibly say is that like Fenway has like a mix of like watchability and history, but just in terms of game day experience, like Camden yards is so far ahead of the rest of them. Yankee stadium sucks. The trap sucks. Fenway is not great. Like Roger Roger center has carpet on the floor, dude. It's I not, like the pitching lanes. I like it, it, it is, it is bubbles and pitching lanes. It, it, it is. It, it is like interesting. It is not like a good stadium. Like by any means, Camden, Camden yards is a great stadium. Um, the Dean has the stadium. Weird... Prudential Center's nice. There you go. Heard it here first. Yeah, no, I, heard, I would say I, it's good. I heard you're a madman. I'm a madman at, at at the Prudential Center. Can I can I go with you to just watch you be a crazy person at the at the Prudential Center? I want to write a piece on you and your fandom. You want to come next week? How much are tickets? Twenty bucks. Ten throw up. Uh yeah 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 I do Thursday night. Uh I don't know when they have a game but. All right, so yeah. how far how far is Hoboken from Newark? Uh, you take the path. It's like a straight shot. So how often are you gonna go? You gonna go season tickets? Nah, nah, not that often. But also, if you buy the season tickets, it's like a ten x on the price. You have to buy them like day of, day before on the cheap. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, in the points for and points against for DST, it basically looks like Jason played me every week. Oh, yeah, I mean, ish. Just Jason's a half point worse than you are good. Yeah. Who's the most, who cancels themselves out the most? It is very like opposite. Jesse cancels himself out. This is a very visual podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I also like that the, my DST is like higher than the rest of the league. When I like just, went in on the Pats, like so much so that I'm carrying both the Pats kicker and defense this week when they're on by. Yeah. Yeah. I'm carrying Dolphins defense. Dolphins defense is the best defense of all time. You know how, I mean, I mean, that is literally like the, the galaxy brain version of Jerry Rubin's science Dolphins as far as humans take. Like, of course they are. Of course they are. Best defense of all time. All right. We, we, we still got a lot to go through, so let's uh, fight through Barashi Toys. Do we, do we really have much to get through? Like, I feel like this is going to fly. Let's do it. Playoff scenarios? Dean, this is yours. This oh, is mine? Rule book is yours, Tony. 
No, I, I mean, I, I just divided it up like uh, Adin said the playoff scenarios and, and I decided to categorize the groups of people because I think that there are three, like I think everybody agrees, there are three distinct um, groups in the league right now. Three First, and a half. Well, let's, let's call Yakov. Uh... Ah, you know what? You know, if, if, if teams like the Browns, when they're like four and eight, can make the in the hunt um, uh, graphic. The graphic. For, like, the graphic's uh, just based on number of teams. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, Yakov's in the hut. All right. He's in Kareem Hunt. Well, we'll get there. First first group, we have Kumpfuffle Rulebook Rule 3.f.1. And that is the rule that clearly states that if you're eliminated... It doesn't clearly state. It's just, it states that you shouldn't do something. That's not yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you cut me off before I got to say two contradictory things, and I thought that would be funny, Joey. Okay, but... fine. Pretend I'm not here. It clearly states that you probably shouldn't make trades if you're not in the playoffs and, <laughs> and the person you're trading with is in the playoffs, which strongly implies that people who are eliminated, a.k.a. Gavi and Cardin, um, have until kickoff tomorrow night to make like a you fantasy s- trade. You say that, but what's the difference between tomorrow night and Saturday night? Gavi's like, oh, we have to make a trade today. We have to make a trade today. I'm like, what's the difference between today and Saturday? He's like, 3F1. I don't think he read 3F1. Because then I sent him the text of 3F1. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not like you're more eliminated once Saturday It's almost happens. like I texted Gavi about rule 3F1. And he said he's busy today. And then he went and texted people with my words who he wanted to trade with more. I respect it. Am I hurt by it? Yeah, a little. Do I want him to entertain my trade offers a little more? Yeah, yeah. But if, I want does, everyone to entertain my trade offers more. It doesn't feel like anybody wants. I to told trade you, with trade me your right roster for Ezra's roster. I've made so many trade offers, not even like a reply back to me, just an email. Like, you have not made a single trade offer to me this year, Dean. Have you made a yeah. single trade offer to me? That's because nothing you have to to me is like, eh, it's exciting. Like the the scale we're working on isn't that good here. Okay, I mean, you know, playoff teams training with playoff teams is a gamble, and that makes them fun. Whereas, like, tanking trades are less fun because it's like, all right, whatever. Um, so, in in the in the group of Kumfuffle Rulebook Rule three dot f dot one, we've got Cardin and Gavi who are both four and nine and eliminated. But fascinatingly, they're playing each other this week uh, for the right to not be in last place in the regular season, and that is just high entertainment. I will have my eyes on this matchup perhaps even more than I will have eyes on my own because that's fun. That's really, really fun. And will it be even best if they meet again in the, uh, the finals of the constellation bracket? Yes. Is that likely? Highly not because highly not. Gavi has more points than you dude. Like he should be fine. I don't think so. Who does he have on his team? Zeke sucks. He has Devontae Adams, Adams. but if you need to take a trade, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Let's see the Yahoo power rankings. Oh. Good. We are objective here. Jason picked up Tevin Coleman. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, whatever. I picked up Tevin Coleman last week. Um, so it goes number 10 in the power rankings, Yaakov, number 9, Jason, number 8, Gavi, number 7, Noam's Gonzo, Dick. Yeah, my team is really hurt. But also, like, I have an enormous amount of my team on buy, and they just uh, go by who's in your starting lineup. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do when they come for you? All right. Um, True. Okay, um, Yaakov. We're going to talk about Yaakov. <laughs> is he going to outscore <laughs> Jesse, 
or Jesse, Leave, and Daniel all going to lose, and Yakov outscores them by 200 points. Let's say 1%. I up the odds. <laughs> I'm a Kevin Barr. It's never zero. It's never zero? Um, somehow, it's just, it's just baffling to me that Jason and Kavi are going to like just keep these good players on their teams. Well, Jason's, you know, very spirit of competition. And Gavi got in a lot of flack for that treat that he won, by the way. Ramondre Stevenson, way better rest of the season than Adam Thielen. Way yeah. better. Not even close. But are people talking about that? No, because they got some sort of weird anti-Tani bias. I feel loved. I feel loved. I feel supported. You've just spoke all my love languages, Joey. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we've got... Oh, I see what you did here. You you made a new category for Yaakov in Kareem Hunt. Uh, for Yaakov, should here here's a better question. Should people be like low-key looking at Yaakov for tanking trades? Who does he even have that people would want though? He is last in the power rankings. Uh yeah, go yeah, Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill, Elijah Mitchell, Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah. I made so many offers. AJ Brown. Nothing. Yaakov Hunter Henry. How many trades has Yako ever made, frankly? He made trades with Tani on the pod. Um, who wants Hunter Henry? I don't want Hunter Henry. Not me, no. Um, tight end is despicable, which makes it even crazier that Jason is going to just keep Gronk. It's just crazy. Ugh, Gronk. Why did Brady have to throw to Gronk? Ugh. Oh, man. Brady throwing a Gronk made Frank so... I mean, it was just crazy. He, like, stacked Brady in his DFS, and then his uh, Scott Fish League, he had Gronk. I mean, it was crazy. That that team is insane. It's, it's, it's just stupid. He put up 200 points without his second quarterback in the 2QB League. It's just nice. They don't have DST there. It's, it's, that team's... They don't have double DST, Kevin style? Can we get Kevin back on? All right, let's keep going in the hunt. All right, so Jesse, Daniel, and Lieb. And this is... I really Not to think... be confused with Mark Daniel, Lieb. That's right. This is this is the this is the most fun. This is the most fun. Like you know, we can talk about the the last place, and we can talk about who's gets a buy. But this this is true drama. This is true true drama. Final day of the season. You want this. You want this as a league. This is what you know. Going out, coming out of the draft, you want this kind of parity. You want this kind of intrigue. Honestly, setting aside Yakov, every team in this uh, in the league this week has something really interesting going on. You're putting a lot on the ninth place game. Okay. I, th- I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I think it's, I think it's uh, the complainathon, the complaint off, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's great. All right. All right. Let's, 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 let's fight there because we got a game. Pentishkach. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Fine. So, yeah. So, somebody who, uh, Dean, this is, this is all you. I'm just trying to set the stage. I, I wrote the I wrote the, the oh thing. I don't know how it works. Duh, you guys are killing me. Okay, Jesse wins. Go 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 ahead. J- good Joey. If Jesse wins and gets a loss by Lieb, Jesse wins. He's if he Jesse wins and Lieb and Daniel lose, he's in. Or if he outscores Lieb by sixteen points or Daniel by ten points, what is in the odds of that happening? You think it's only thirty? I guess I said it was only 30. I kind of made up numbers. I'll see it in my pants here. <laughs> like, for example, how Lieb's odds aren't directly proportional to my odds. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is fun. This is really fun. I mean, here's the interesting thing. Like, what is decided on Monday night? Like, what is, what is left? All right, how about this? Let's just side bet right now. 
each of us need to pick a different combo of the two of them that make the playoffs. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Adin's youngest. Adin goes first. Oh, best case scenario. Adin, you go first. You're youngest. All right. Give me. Uh, I'll take Daniel. Wait, 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 wait. Can we LFFMK here? Can we get a randomizer? Oh, wow. Why? Oh, wow. Now you're just introducing all sorts of chaos. <laughs> we why? Get a randomizer. Which two we get? But I want to. I want Daniel and Jesse. I don't want you to get Daniel and Jesse. Fine. I, I don't want Lieb. Lieb's against me. <laughs> I want Lieb. Okay, you can have Lieb. Why? Well, I, I mean, it just works out well. Adine, I'll um, trade you Jesse for Lieb. That's that's great odds. I'm getting great odds. All right, fine. I'll take him. Okay, so you got Daniel and Lieb. Not I'll to take Daniel and Mark, Lieb. Not to be confused with Mark Daniel Lieb. Tani, you have Lieb, and who? Um, one sec. He's Lieb and Amazing. Jesse. Amazing. Oh, yeah, you have, you have all, Lieb and Jesse. All three of them, all three of them have players on Monday night. That's good. And Lieb's That's... got the double intrigue with Daryl Henderson. Yeah. I'm really into this Daryl Henderson thing, if it, if it stays. Daniel has Cooper Cup against a final team, like a finished team on Monday night. We have to get a commitment from Daniel to like lock in for this. We need, we need he has 3 a.m. shifts. All the more reason for him to be awake at 8.15 at night. Like that's morning for him. Interesting take. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Jesse, if, if you're listening, if somehow you're listening and you made it this far, please <laughs> start, start someone. In, Jacoby Myers is on by, man. Jacoby, he's on by. You have Aaron. He didn't Jones have a target last bench. week. Aaron Jones is on your bench. He's projected. He's gonna play Aaron Jones. Don't worry. I, I am <laughs> worried. He's got DJ Moore. Like if he just puts in DJ Moore and Aaron Jones, his Kevin Bar goes up like seventeen points. I like what Joey has done, honestly, with the uh, the Monday night matchup. Thank you. The Michelle Henderson bowl. Yeah, you got them lined up against each other. I played that game and lost last year in the playoffs because it was um, remember, Raheem yeah. Mostert versus Jeff Wilson. Yamashimo. Um <laughs> Vizikro. Um, but um it's a dangerous game. I also I lost to Jason because I don't remember this, but apparently I was bragging about how I was starting Wayne Gallman just to make rooting for the Giants painful for him. And I did again this year because I started a bunch of dolphins when they were playing the Giants last week, and he beat me both times I bragged, which gives him joy and gives me pain. But you know, no risk it, no biscuit. I, I stand by it. Okay. All right. Um, I, yeah, I uh, really, really like how much is going to come down to Monday night. This is just really great. It's good for the league. It's really, really good for the league. Waiting all day for Monday night. Wait, so Joey, based on, based on, based on, um, based on like what we just said, what does that imply about the top four seeds? Um, well, basically, it's me versus Lieb. In my situation, both you and Adin lose. No, either yeah. of us lose. If you win and either of us lose, you get a buy. Yeah, I do know that. I do know that. Same with Ezra. So you and Ezra just need one of us to lose. You get a buy. And Adin and I just need to win. So yeah. who's your other who's your other buy team, NML? Oh, hey, stop highlighting stuff. There's an LCQ in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't see it. No, there's no LCQ in there. Oh, start percent. Ezra, Ezra is going to get a buy. 
because one of you is going to lose and he's going to beat me this week. I was looking through how bad my team is right now, this just this specific week. And like how many of my players are started in three quarters of fantasy leagues? Interesting. Um, the answer, my friend, is four. okay. Mahomes, Diggs. The answer is four. Mahomes, Diggs. Uh, I'll say Hollywood, no. I'll say two. Joey's right. Just the two. Follow up LCQ. Follow up LCQ. Like, are are there any other teams with anybody uh, with just two? um, You checked? Yeah, I checked. What an FP. Um, Yes, just Yaakov. I didn't check Yaakov. Or I don't remember what I checked with Yaakov. I did check. Um, Let me pull that up right now. But both Gavi and Jason have three. Both Gavi and Jason have three. I think Gavi has four. Yeah, Yaakov has two. Just I got a Eli, guy on my bench that's at 88. Eli Mitchell I got and Tyreek. Six. Wow. I got it's one, almost like being healthy and not two, having by NATO. Four, five, six. I'm two and eleven against the Kevin Bar spread. I that's, did my time. That's been annoying. Yeah, we did our time. I got almost doubled up by you because of it. All right. Adin, you got a game? Do we talk about the, the buy sufficiently? Risk Gavin. Yeah, I think yeah. we covered it. What do you think the likelihood is that somebody from the in the hunt category wins the league? Um, 40. I'm going to go 15. Adina? I think it's 25. Leaves first in the power rankings. Leaves first in the power rankings. Daniel's first in our hearts. Jesse's yeah. a guy. Debatable. Jesse's a girl's name also. I've been telling a lot of people about what you say about not yet. It goes over well. People think it's really what I say about not yet. It's just that I say it about things that are definitely settled. <laughs> never said never, man. Never said never. Dean, you got a game? Yeah. Joey, do you have a game? Um, to be honest, I didn't like do the stuff in your game yet, so I can participate. What are the, what's All the right. first question? All right. <clears throat> Because I'm in first place, I'm going to ask some first questions. This is good. I also have some top 10 lists, but I've cut them off at the third. I'm going to tell you the first place thing. I want Joey to guess the second place one. And Tani, you can guess the third place one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let me let me start you off with an easy one here. All right. Your mom? Boom. Stop. Stop. It's not nice. It's not nice what you do there. I nice. zapped your mom today, Tony. We don't need to see what happened, but I, I, was, I was happy about that one. It was not nice. It was not nice. But true or false, she was zapped. Yeah. Okay. Which is why it's not nice. Okay, Adina, ask your questions. We have to go. Didn't care for it. All right. First, these are the first. One was the first color TV officially uh, brought to market. 62. Uh, I'm going to say 1978. Get out of here. 53. It's early, yeah. When was the first televised football game? Um, 40. 40. I'm going to say 37. 39. When was the first Muppets TV show on the air? Oh, they just turned 50. Sesame Street just turned 50. I'm going to say 1922. What? Get out of here. Um... 
Muppets. So if Muppets premiered in 1970. I'll, if Sesame Street premiered in 1970, I'll say Muppets in 67. 1955. Oh, dang. We're both wrong. Equally wrong. Oh, I'll go if, if my heater earlier was a heater, then we're definitely not equally wrong. Also, my heater's over, guys. <laughs> it was great while it lasted. This is an LCQ. This is a game. Oh, okay. Thank you. A Dean Keegan. It's a game right. that's right, shockingly got close to LCQs. Top 10 longest rivers in the world. Oh, fuck first, that. first number one river is the Nile. Amazon. Joey, what lock is it the in. second? Amazon, lock it in. Tony, what's the third? I'm going to go with that one in Hungary, the Danube. That's the Mississippi. Oh. Okay. Shouts to America. Yeah, shouts to America. All right, deepest oceans. All right, number one is the Pacific Ocean. Atlantic, lock it in. I'm going to go Arctic. Terrible guess. It's a terrible guess. We got Indian number two, Atlantic number three. Damn it. Is it close? Uh, Max depth is, yeah, pretty close. Okay. Yeah, the Danube isn't even the longest river in Europe. It's not behind the Volga. Oh, uh, Volga's a good river. Yeah. <coughs> All right, top, <coughs> ten, top 10 rainiest places in the world. Amazon, Number one is a place in Colombia. Amazon, lock it in. Seattle, lock it in. Nah, number two is in India. Number three is in Kauai and Hawaii. Huh. All over the place here. Shout out to Donald Glover. If you well, know. it rains everywhere because the cloud is everywhere. <laughs> Got him. All right, last one. Top 10 pandemics and epidemics in the world. Number one world, is Black like, Death. Black world death, history? World history. 100 to 200 million deaths from the Black Death. Um, number two is the dumbest pandemic of Gary Parrish's lifetime. COVID-19. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Spanish flu. For number three? Yeah. Spanish flu is number two. Yeah, I really thought it was Spanish flu, but I wanted to get yeah. into the GP ref. They had the HIV AIDS on here as number three. That's a the HIV AIDS? No, that was, that was a big one, guys. That was a big yeah, one. Yeah, 1960 to present, 32 million. I heard Thanks. this Fauci interview from last year, and it's like, when everyone gets vaccinated, you're going to retire. It's like, nah, man, I still got to figure out AIDS. Damn. That dude's on a heater. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's been around since. <laughs> wow. That's, that's wow. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Dean, next. That's all I got. Oh, wow. what about the ones you told me to look up? I, what do you mean? I thought you were going to look them up. How do I know no, what they I, are? No, I didn't look them up so I could be part of the game. What's the first question there? Uh, first question is uh, first time in Confuffle someone scored 200. Okay. Oh, Gabe. Uh, well, Gabe and Lee was the same week. I think that was only two times. Uh, oh, maybe. No, no, no. I've scored 200 before. Have you? Yep. Let's see. Give me the year and give me the week. Someone has gotten 200.9. Um, all right. One of them, ugh, I have to give you a week and year. Fine. Do you want to just give, what do you want it as? I've, I, one was the 16th week of the Yahoo era and one was the 64th week of the Yahoo era. There's only twice? Uh, well, the two of them happened the same week. It's happened three times. Hmm. I can. Well, so one was week three in 2015, twice. And then one was week 12 of 2018. 
I'm pulling this up. And it was Tani the other time, other than Gavi and Leap. Tani at 200.9. So Told you. Skin of his teeth. Okay, what's the next one? Do you have the next one? The next one is the tough... Uh, the defense one? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. All right. Tani, what was the first time defense special teams was the leading scorer on a team? Who? I'm going to go... I'm going to go Adin that year that you had the Pats defense. So was that 2017? I'm going to say week two. Adin? I thought it was 2017, like week nine or something. It's happened quite a lot. TBQH, uh, first time was Daniel, week five, 2015. Good for him. Daniel in the record books. Um, the first time someone did it as their second highest leading player, Tani, was their defense. Dolphins, baby. Um, I, could, I could get the team if we want it. So the team was so when Daniel did it, it was the Steelers. Um, the first person to do it as their second highest scoring player was the Patriots. Do you, okay, not bad. Did you know? Guess, who I guess, played? guess, guess who and when? Oh, I don't know, dude. I'm still stuck on me scoring 200 points. I beat Jason by 70 that week. Poor guy put up 136. That's so respectable. Eh. And probably complained a lot. Adine, who was the first person to have their second high score player be their defense? It was me. No, it was Elon Rasuli, Patriots oh, defense, okay. 2015. Wow. Go past. And the first person to do it as their third highest scoring player, um, week four of 2015, Jesse Schloss, Dolphins defense. Dolphins defense. All right, what's the next one? Uh, first time at Adler was the top scorer of the week. Uh, okay. Um, I can get yeah, probably in the in the ESPN year, but in the Yahoo era, I'm gonna and certainly say by the time Yaakov. that certainly by the time Gavi scored 200 a week. Um, let's see. Do you think it was ever in the 2015? Let's see. Well, certainly not you. Definitely wasn't me. Um. I think it happened sometime in 2016 for the first time. Why is it being like this? Oh, okay. And I want to do all scores. Oh, fuck. Riffing radio here. Why is this here? You're telling me. Um, first time it happened Cheerios. was the first week in Confuful history in, in the in Yahoo history. Whoa, that's cool. Wow. Jakob did it. And then the f- week four in 2015, Adin did it. And week 11 in 2015, Gavi did it. So got, each Adler wow. did it once in 2015. I've got uh, a version of this game. Three teams have had 200 points scored against them. Jason against me. Um, who, where, where, where was it? Where's the 200? Um Odell to Joy was Jason against Lee. And then um, Yaakov, single Brady's. I'm sorry, Ezra, single Brady's against Gabe. Who scored what? Jason, Jason, and Ezra. 130, 120, 110. Ezra with the 120 because that's how long he'll live. 130, 110, and 90. Jason was probably irritatingly consistent. He put up 136 against both me and leave. <laughs> Ezra, on the other hand, is a busha. That guy put up 75. Honestly, 
Uh, Dean, tell him about Tank and Weeks. Honestly, if you're going to do it, might as well do it against someone who's going to triple your score. It's, yeah, not worth, Ga- it's not worth playing your guys that week. Gavi, Gavi was like 10 points away from tripling his score. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Okay. 10 divided by 3 is 3.333. There have been 104 weeks in the Yahoo era. How many times has an Adler brother gotten top score in a week? The expected number would be 31.2. If I'm you just say, take like three out of 10, I'm going to say 17. I was going to say 14. I say three out of nine should be three out of 10. And the answer is 27, 27 out of 104. That's not as bad. Yeah. Not so bad. Good for us. No. 26%. We forget, we forget that Gavi has been like pretty competitive, even if he hasn't like uh one. Um, Gavi has, well, let's see. I can sort of A to Z. I can't sort of A to Z. Oh, well, I guess I'll never know. Like Gavi's a few. This is a good mix. Okay, good, good, good for the other family. Right. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, can we can we get some uh, parting shots from anybody? Adine, rank how this pandemic relates to other pandemics in terms of being dumb and being in your lifetime. This one's definitely number one. Swine flu? Got it. Nah, swine flu. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I said this one ranks number one in terms of annoying. Obviously, I said dumbest. I said dumbest. Dumbest? Yeah. Aren't pigs smarter than bats? How smart animals are. Also, pangolins. Who knows how smart a pangolin is? True. They're the wild cards of the animal kingdom. <laughs> that way, right, they're just asking you out. All right, goodbye. All right, goodbye. TTYL. All right, goodbye.